0: Stressful. Dating is Challenging. Nerve wracking. It's fun. When it's fun, it's I'd fun. Say it, eye-opening. In a way, it's healthy. Enlightening.
1: It can be awkward. I, don't know. I think
0: I've learned a lot about myself. It definitely dating. takes work.
1: When interesting.
0: Exciting.
1: I think it's exciting. Exciting. The worst part of dating is dating. Hey everyone, I'm Chelsea Ray. Welcome to part two of episode two. If you didn't check out part one already, you should. There are some great stories and fun dating facts that you definitely should hear. In this second part of episode two, we'll talk about online dating experiments that I conducted, including dating app comparisons, Tinder profile research, and a first-time user's opinion of Tinder. First, let's jump into a comparison. As usual, there is explicit language in this episode, so if you have the kiddos around, I suggest listening later. I decided that I would participate in this episode and its subsequent research by doing some of my own. I downloaded roughly 10 dating apps on my iPhone, including Tinder, of course, Match.com, Plenty of Fish, Coffee Meets Bagel, Hinge, and Bumble. I spent countless hours swiping, liking, sharing, messaging, etc. It was exhausting. After a week of this madness, I had over 100 matches, more than 1,000 swipes, spent 6 hours filling out profile information, and 15 hours of app usage. This only led to 10 conversations and one date. My initial reaction was, and I quote, fuck that. This process was tedious. I have no idea if the average user is using more than one or two apps at a time, but if they are, God help them. I have shared in their frustration and I refuse to do it ever again. In the end, I wound up using Tinder and Coffee Meets Bagel the most. The other apps like Bumble, Match.com, and Plenty of Fish just didn't do anything for me. I swear the guys on Bumble are not real, because they all look like models and I never matched with anyone or had a conversation. Plenty of Fish was simply overwhelming, there was way too much going on, and Match.com was too expensive. Tinder produced creeps that generally wanted, quote, more pics, or matches that decided a message at 1220am was the best time to contact me. I think not. I genuinely liked Coffee Meets Bagel because it added value to your matches. Instead of endlessly swiping, you only get a select few matches per day that the app has found for you, and you can choose to like them, or pass, and wait for the next round of bagels the next morning. I do have to say that I got lucky with that one date I went on. He was one of my bagels, and we're still seeing each other two months later. I guess I can't say that all dating apps are evil, but definitely overwhelming when you try to use them all at once. If you recall, in episode one, I spoke with Meredith, who was blogging about her Tinder experiment. She's four months into this experiment with the following rules. Only Tinder dates for one year, no serious relationships, no phone calls, and restricted sleepovers. Seriously, if you didn't listen to part one, get on it. Her experiment inspired me to do my own Tinder dating experiment. Clearly this kind of topic required research in addition to my standard interview format. Something that I found particularly interesting while I was looking into online dating was the amount of people that were concerned about lying and deception in online dating profiles. According to the Pew Research Center, half of online daters feel like someone seriously misrepresented themselves in their online profiles or conversations, and a quarter of online daters feel like they have been harassed or felt uncomfortable due to an online interaction. One study showed that women are three times more likely than men to alter their profile pictures in a deceitful way. Using photos older than six months with different hair colors and weight ranges is incredibly common for women. However, men are more likely to lie about their height and relationship status than their physical appearance. So with all of this information on profile deception and these Tinder experiments going on around me, I decided to conduct one of my own. I randomly selected three Tinder profiles and I decided to vet them. I took their photos and threw them into a Google image search to see if their Tinder profiles were an accurate depiction of what these guys were providing in their bios. I figured since you have to have a Facebook account to create a Tinder profile, it wouldn't be too hard. But um, I was wrong. (laughs) First up is a guy I'm going to call Ass Man. I don't want to use their real names or Tinder names because I do not want to receive any angry phone calls or threats from users or their girlfriends and wives. So. Guy number one, Ass Man. He's a gorgeous 28-year-old African-American guy with a beautiful smile and an athletic build. He was swiping from 275 miles away, and his profile read, Can I touch your butt? Followed by his Instagram handle. Hence the nickname, Ass Man. But as I scrolled down at the bottom of his profile, it read, I'm 25, not 28. I was like, what the fuck? I already found a lie that you admitted to in your own profile. Why wouldn't you just change your age in your Facebook profile so that it pulled the right information into your Tinder profile? This dude is shady already. I took some of Ass Man's photos and tossed them into Google Image Search. The second image of him kneeling in a field turned up some good info. I found his Facebook profile, Twitter, Instagram, which was already provided anyway, his birthday, his work history, his education history and where he went to college, and his interests. Dude loves shoes. He lives in Ohio, works for a shoe company, and loves taking pictures of food on his Instagram. He appeared to be single, and his Tinder identity seemed to match up with his other online profiles. Given the lack of bio information, I didn't really have much to go on, but he seemed legit. But that age thing. Definitely a red flag. He did not pass my deception test. I swiped left. Next up is John Doe. I'm sure you can tell by his nickname how this one turned out. Mr. Doe is a tall, dark-haired Caucasian man with a serious 5 o'clock shadow. According to his profile, he's 30 years old, and that's it. No bio information, just six pictures, a few with the same girl, and one with a baby. So, what more could I do? I took his pictures to Google, hoping to find out who he was or anything about him, really. And I got nothing. None of those photos had ever touched the internet, according to Google. This man did not want to be found. Sketchy. But is there deception going on? Why wouldn't you use photos that came from your Facebook? Why wouldn't you add any bio information? What is going on? Do you have something to hide, like a girlfriend or a kid or both? Who knows? John Doe does not have my trust vote. I swiped left. My final Tinder test subject was Music Man. This guy is 31 years old, white, and has a bad boy vibe going for him. His pictures suggest that he likes hunting and hanging out with his other guy friends. His profile information was actually pretty telling. He talks about his passion for music, traveling, and his beautiful daughter. Seems pretty honest and straightforward. At the bottom of his profile is a clever little guessing game where he tells two truths and one lie, and I have to guess which one is which. Very clever. I like you already. This is perfect for my deception study. So without thinking, I swipe right. Maybe I'll get a conversation out of this test subject and add to that experiment. And wouldn't you know it, it's a match. But before I initiate conversation, I have to dig. Thank God for Google. Picture number two was the winner. This guy had so much information to go through, I did not know where to start. I found his Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, LinkedIn, and other social media sites. I also found his daughter's full name and images of her on his MySpace page. And I found his mother's obituary just by googling his full name, which social media provided me with. That was sad to see. But then I found something completely unexpected. His IMDB page, or his internet movie database page. This guy won a freaking Grammy in the last decade. He worked with some of the biggest names in Hollywood. Jackpot. Or so I thought. Being starstruck did not last long after I found his personal website that not only revealed a picture of him with a completely different hairstyle and some extra piercings that didn't appear in his Tinder photos, but a particular piece of jewelry stood out to me. His wedding ring. Nice. As I looked deeper into his Facebook and other social media profiles, I found the same woman, the mother of his child, in many of his recent photos. So, not only did this guy post deceiving photos of himself in his Tinder profile, but oh yeah, He's married. Why would your profile be so personal and detailed if you're married? Are you trying to get caught? It's possible that they've split recently and he's trying to branch out and date. That's true. But with all of that public information being handed to your prospective match out in the open like that, still suggesting that you're married? I don't know, man. Deception test failed. I wish I could unswipe. In light of these three test subjects, I feel like it's only fair that I share one of the most horrifying statistics that I came across through my research. As of early 2015, one survey showed that 34% of Tinder users are married, and 11% are in a relationship. That means that almost half of the users swiping on Tinder are romantically unavailable. Apart from the minuscule amount of people who are in an open relationship or conducting experiments like myself. Yikes. And let's be clear, I'm not the only girl who will vet a guy like this. Women want to feel safe when they're meeting someone for the first time, and I'm sure men do it too. We want to take every precaution to make sure that whoever we're meeting is not a serial killer. Remember the guy that randomly showed up at Meredith's apartment from the previous episode, even though she never gave him her address? We all need to be careful about who we're meeting and be conscious of what information we put online, like our address, our phone number, and other personal information. John Doe seemed pretty darn suspicious because he provided zero information, but is it possible that he was doing that to protect himself from crazies? Maybe. The Pew Research Center found that 30% of social networks like Facebook and Twitter are used by people to get more information about someone they're interested in dating. I'm surprised that percentage isn't much higher. In any case, I think I'll steer clear of online dating. The 50-50 odds that you're married or have a girlfriend don't seem worth my time or the risk. Lesson learned.
0: Shut up and sit down. So um, I'm single, fun, loving, caring type of dude. Just out here in this cold, cold city of Chicago, trying to find love.
1: Is that what? Is that what that is? <laughs> <laughs> is that right?
0: I mean, okay.
1: That's Daniel. He's a 25-year-old graduate student from California. Originally from the Bay Area, Daniel moved to Chicago over a year ago to study social justice in the graduate program at Loyola. He says he's adjusting to the cold weather, but not necessarily the women. And get this, he's never used Tinder before. Don't worry, I'm about to change that. Okay, so you've been here a little over a year. Mm -hmm. Have you tried any dating apps since you've been here?
0: No, I have not.
1: So this will be your first time. Yes, it is. Okay. So go ahead and grab your <laughs> phone and we are going to have you download Tinder. <laughs> what are you typing? I saw you typing. What are you typing?
0: Well, graduate student looking for a cuddle buddy.
1: Hey, okay.
0: Just uh, let's keep it going. You know, like I'm not here to make this a little lavish and intricate. Like, let me just make it simple. Winter's coming up and um we'll see what happens with this
1: so that's all you're uh, gonna include in your bio information is graduate student uh, looking for a cuddle buddy
0: well i mean the uh, way if you say it like that no, no, like, no
1: it's fine like
0: since you said that i'm gonna just keep adding
1: oh god all right what are you adding now
0: fun loving dude um originally from california aspiring to travel to peru to hike Machu Picchu. So I'm going to just say that.
1: All right. So what is your new bio information? Okay.
0: So I put graduate student looking for a cuddle buddy, fun loving dude, originally from California, aspiring to travel to Peru to hike Machu Picchu. Okay. Okay.
1: Perfect. That and your three photos. I think you're ready to go. Okay. All right. So, okay. So we got Daniel all set up on Tinder. He is setting up his location settings and his age range settings, and he is ready to go and ready to start swiping. Um, his phone is super janky and he has a hard time swiping and it slows down and freezes. But in general, he's, you know, enjoying the experiment and he really hits the ground running with the first profile.
0: All right, here we go. We got someone new coming up. We got Katie 24.
1: Okay. so I don't
0: know which one Katie is.
1: Oh, so it's a picture with two girls in it.
0: Yeah, it's one of those girls that she's not cute enough, so she puts her friend in there. Oh,
1: ouch. So if you like her profile or her picture, you swipe right. If you don't, you swipe left. If you want to know more information, you tap. Oh, okay. So don't even care.
0: Swipe get. Show face out of here. She's kind of interesting. Alright, I want to see what she's about. Where do I do that?
1: Just tap her picture.
0: She and- looks artistic, like. Like, she's unique. An explorer of life, love, and history. Life goal, be Indiana Jones. <laughs> Museum dweller, gla- gallery worker, adventurer, pizza connoisseur. She's got a quote michigan florida chicago she's cool like i like how she presented herself and she's got like this artistic vibe going on like just her picture alone has set her apart from everybody else and i didn't check out anybody else's profile but i really like what she wrote i feel shallow
1: why do you feel shallow
0: because i'm not even giving these girls a chance and i'm just going off looks See, I don't even know who Esther is. Why do you put three pics? Three different girls. Kells. I feel like I would have messed with you back in the day, but I don't know now.
1: So you're not into the group photos?
0: Nah, I'm not into the group photos. So this girl says, Tinder is hard when you hate endless male selfies, buttons, menswear, and Netflix and chill. (laughs) See, I think, I mean, she's kind of cute, but... I don't like the way she, what, she could have wrote so much more. Like, why are you going to describe Tinder as hard when you, you're hating on, um. see, that's just negative. Like, I wouldn't want that in my life. Let's see, Rachel, she's 30. I don't know how, how she presents herself. There you go. Cities HXC. Um, curry animals? I don't know. That's not enough information. I'm gonna have to X. Okay, like based on on what I've done so far, I've I've gone for girls that I'm attracted to. Yes. Yeah. But there's been some girls that I'm attracted to, but after I read their profile, I'm like, you know what? They didn't present themselves, and 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 how should I say it? They didn't catch my eye after reading the profile so it's like you can be basic like the way you the way you might be beautiful but at the same time you could be basic your personality so I'm not I'm not looking for just beautiful I want someone to complement beauty with intelligence and compassion and you know all the other things like I'm not just in it for the looks of course like I want to be attracted to somebody but they got to have something they gotta have a phenomenal personality. That, so, so they that's can't what be I'm, basic. Nah, you can't be basic. And I feel like a lot of girls got it wrong because they just want, they just want to have the look and not be basic. But there's so much more that entails not being basic. But someone that can think for themselves, someone that has their own values, morals that does not go with what they see on TV, what's popular. Like they they're not they're not afraid to be themselves.
1: So what if? Who they are, being themselves, also coincides with liking thing that, things that the general public likes.
0: I guess when, when I'm saying I'm not looking for someone ba- basic, I want someone more than just the shallow girl that has the great looks. You know, I want someone that can uh You make, want depth. I want depth. I want someone to um, challenge me to make me a better person. I, li- I like what this person put. Yeah. Her name's Abra. I hope she doesn't hear this. <laughs> <laughs> you never know. You better not get famous like that. Um, she put unbreakable in big words. She put Leo. She's a great talker, sexy and passionate, laid back, knows how to have fun, is really good at a lot, great kisser, unpredictable, outgoing, down to earth, loyal, ad- addictive, attractive, loud, loves being in long relationships, talkative, not one to mess with, rare to find, great one found.
1: Damn, that's a lot of adjectives. Yeah. Oh my God.
0: So if I think if Abra were to hit me up, I'd definitely go out with her. Yeah? Yeah. So but she's like the one that caught my eye so far.
1: So why is that? Was it because she had like this intense amount of descriptive language in her bio or what?
0: Um I feel like she knows what she wants. She knows who she is, and she knows what she wants based on what she wrote.
1: Okay, so Daniel tells me he's looking for depth, and as he's swiping, he finds it sometimes, and other times he does not. He swipes right on a really attractive woman with a daughter and says he wouldn't mind dating someone who has a kid, and he didn't have a problem swiping right or left based on ethnicity. That doesn't matter to him. He didn't like the profiles with no bio information. He, again, he was looking for depth and that didn't cut it for him.
0: So what's your process like when you're on Tinder and you're doing these kinds of things? You know, what kind of person do you look for? Hmm? hmm. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, give me, some, oh, give me some Tinder tips. Like, gosh, I'm, tips. I'm brand new to this. Like, oh I don't know what gosh. I'm doing. So... Do's and don'ts, please. Uh, Let's go. Do's and
1: don'ts. Um, I don't like someone without a profile because I think that insinuates that you're looking for a hookup, which is not something that I'm Even girls?
0: For. Hmm? Even girls that don't have a profile? Would you say the same thing?
1: Well, I don't know. I don't match with girls.
0: <laughs> okay. But being a woman?
1: Um, I think that anyone, male or female, regardless of what you're looking for, if there's no profile information, um, it seems sketchy to me. And it insinuates, like, I don't really want you to know anything about me. I just really want a physical connection. And that's not something I'm looking for. So I always swipe left and reject someone that has no bio information. Um, if you only have pictures of yourself and there are no group photos, it looks like you have no friends or no social life. Or you don't want anyone to recognize you or your friends. So I think that's a little sketchy, too.
0: Like, there's Hannah. Hannah. Mm -hmm. And I find her attractive, but she doesn't say anything about herself. And I feel like that calls for an ex.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Are you taking on my Uh, (laughs) Tinder? Yeah, I'm I'm,
0: I'm taking on your Tinder tips. tips. You're my Tinder coach right now.
1: Oh, my God. Don't ever call me that. That's terrifying. I never want to be someone's Tinder coach. (laughs) Uh, No. So, I mean.
0: All right, I'm putting it down.
1: All right. So the other thing I'm going to ask done. you about Tinder is, do you ever think that these people may not be real people or that they may be lying about what they're putting in their profile?
0: That's definitely a possibility. Yeah. I mean, you could easily like, you create your identity on there. You put what people want you to know. You don't put all the bad things about you while you're going to put, oh, I'm hella annoying and, you know, I get Ghirardelli ice cream sundays when I'm pissed off and I had a bad day at work, like. You know, you're not going to put those things on it, but...
1: I would. That's the truth. You would? That's the truth. Oh, yeah. What would you put? You want to know what my Tinder profile says? Yeah. Actually, this is going to be interesting to know. So I'm going to hand you my phone. You can look at my Tinder profile. You're going to tell me what you think about it and what you think I should change and why you would or wouldn't swipe right or left
0: i didn't i didn't know you cared so much about my opinion gosh chelsea i know Hmm. i
1: I have you on this (laughs) pedestal daniel and i haven't figured out how to tell you um here's my tinder profile you can read it out loud if you'd like
0: so off top she put swipe left if you're looking for a hookup she's letting it be known something clever something smart i like that fluently speak sarcasm do you Mm Mhm. grad school plus marketing plus web design plus pizza equals my life see that's like that's cool like it says what you're about you're adding all these things that equal to your life and you put pizza so you got like some type of sense of humor oh and friends and family and all that basic crap I, i i don't like that sentence i would not put my friends and family with the word basic that we discussed earlier and then crap Don't most of us enjoy exploring new places, meeting new people? That's so cliche, and you're calling people out. Best bio so far, I'm single because I never forwarded those chain letters to at least five of my friends. (laughs) That's funny, too.
1: So what do you think of my profile?
0: How do you want me to rate it?
1: You don't have to rate it like you were telling me things you don't like, things you do like. What do you think about my photos? That one's cool. Oh, the flag? yeah patriotic where's that at navy pier that was fourth of july
0: okay buddha girl
1: what oh buddha girl i thought you said booty girl and i'm like there is not a picture of my ass on my tinder profile
0: what you went skydiving
1: yeah yeah with my brother he took me a couple uh, summers look ago. at you
0: taking all these adventurous pictures and peaceful and you the force is with you oh girl get it girl
1: that's right um tinder lesson over
0: Yeah, yeah, I I could learn from you.
1: Okay, so clearly Daniel was not a fan of my basic comment, and it was a little too sarcastic for him. He said eventually after reading my profile and looking through my pictures that it was a good profile overall, but that basic thing really shook him. He did not care for it, and he would swipe left on my profile. So I asked him if something like that really matters that much, especially on such a superficial platform. And I said, what about these other girls? You know, how would you swipe on them? Or if you did swipe, would you end up wanting to meet them in the first place? And this is what he said about that.
0: I mean, I'm not going to say, like, it's not possible. I'm sure it happens to people in Chicago all the time. So I don't want to be pessimistic and be like, nah, that's not going to happen to me. Um, I feel like I I can honestly... I connect with a lot of people and if I was to meet someone um, I don't know what it would evolve to but I think definitely I could meet someone cool and it'd be a friendship at least.
1: Do you think you would continue using it?
0: Um you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna see if anybody hits me up and if they don't then I'll probably just delete it like it's not really doing anything for me and I'm happy just the way I am.
1: Yeah. Well, that about does it for part two of episode two Try a Little Tenderness. I hope you got a good laugh out of my dating experiments and gained a little knowledge and perspective too. Our next episode will roll out in mid December, where I'll be talking with people about how religion has affected their romantic relationships. Find out what it's like for some Christians, atheists, Buddhists, and other religious daters to find romance without setting aside their beliefs. You won't want to miss it. Follow us on Twitter, at The K Podcast, and like us on Facebook to stay updated on new episodes and exclusive content. Use the hashtag LoveTweetLove to share your comments about the episode or funny dating stories of your own, and I'll share them in our next episode. I'd like to thank all of my guests for sharing their stories, because without them, this show would not be possible. If you want to hear more from our guests, visit our website at www.thekpodcast.com to see their bios and listen to their full-length interviews. If you'd like to share your dating stories with Kay, we want to hear them. Whether it's completely embarrassing, disgustingly romantic, or just downright average, we want to know about it. Visit www.thekpodcast.com to submit your story. The music in this episode was provided by Royalty Free Music from Bensound and the entire episode was edited and produced by yours truly. I'm Chelsea Ray, and until next time, we'll talk to you later. Okay?